switched on on F104 and I'm joined by DJ Champagne. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks for having me. So obviously the Bram Stoker Festival is back for this year from the 27th to the 30th of October. But this year you're involved in it as well. What are you up to? Yeah, I know. It's a good good question. But um, <laughs> I've teamed up with uh, Slaughterhouse, which is run by Eric Davidson. Uh, me and Eric go back quite a long while and he screened. It's a very Dublin thing to say that it's a horror movie screening collective. But nice. he shows um, old horror films and then... Earlier in the year, Eric approached me to do... So, um, actually, sorry, to go back to the start of it. Last year, I showed the film Man of Iron in Antivirk in Galway. And then what I've done with these films is, because they're old um, film, silent films, I will show them without the original soundtrack. And I've chosen a new soundtrack, and then I DJ it live while the film is playing. So it's kind of a way of, like... I don't want to be too artsy about it, but it's kind of a way of kind of like recontextualizing them a little bit and also kind of like showing electronic music in in like non-club environment. So on this occasion, um, Eric picked the film Faust and he's getting me to redo the soundtrack and then DJ it live, mix it live, whatever you want to call it. Um, It's like mixing old with new. Yeah, like it is to be honest. There's no other way to put it. So um, yeah, to be honest, it's a really fun thing and like when it comes to like playing in clubs and stuff like that it's a really nice break to be able to play like you know dance music or electronic music that I'm really into that you might not necessarily be able to play at a club or a festival or you know at a gig yeah just kind of more listening music you know yeah when I was in college I did film studies and this was part of it where they gave us a silent movie or a black and white film clip without any noise or audio or anything attached to us and this is kind of what we did and it's so funny because then at the end of it we were told what it was actually about and it, it's amazing how the brain changes things depending on what it's hearing it with yeah exactly I mean see with the film Faust it's like it's kind of like a horror and intense film but yeah. like the film itself is like kind of you know a lot of it is through religion and stuff like that so it's interesting how just from like watching it and while I'm kind of like scoring it in inverted commas how much you can like alter the the atmosphere of scenes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that when i'm doing this i always try and watch the films without any sound yeah just so i'm not like influenced by the existing sound and uh yeah like the one man of iron for example is like i I thought it really really changed the atmosphere of the film because that's a documentary too Mm -hmm. Um, and i'm just really excited for people to see this and to be part of the bram stoker festival as well it's like not, I'm not going to go as far as say it's an achievement, but it's really cool to be like, um, Part of it. you know, as a DJ, yeah. you kind of sometimes feel like you get left out of a bit of the kind of <laughs> art vibe in Ireland. So it's really sick to be able to be like kind of doing something with this thick, like Irish literary great name attached to it, you know. Of course. And it's in the Pepper Canister Church on Saturday the 28th. You also like to bring Irish or the Irish language into your work quite a bit, don't you? Well, yeah, I'm from Inverin in Connemara and um, yeah, for better or for worse, it's definitely shaped my life experience. <laughs> so like, yeah, kind of doing Man of Iron was the first thing I've done like that. Obviously, it's a silent film and I DJ, so like language is quite like, you know, that's kind of the bit that we're leaving out of all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, like I've always felt like, you know, and I think a lot of people that went to school with me and just most people in Ireland, I think would agree with me that like for a long time, Irish is sort of shoved down people's throats. Or if it's not, it's done in a not particularly cool way. 
Um, so I think it's been fun to kind of be like, you know, have grown up in, in a, to- a total Irish-speaking environment and then just be able to be like, right, you know what, this is how I want, not like I want it done, but it's kind of like, this is what I think my impression of like Irish is or how I want to kind of put it forward. And in that sense, it's been really cool to do this. And like I've been playing some old Shanos tracks and some of my sets and stuff and like being able to kind of like reinterpret them a little bit, which is just cool. Because like, for example, I played in Australia earlier this year and I was playing this um, kind of edit I've done of Oro Shea the Vahawala and you have a lot of the crowd singing it back to you. And you're nice. like, it's kind of a, a nice way to identify the paddies in the crowd as well. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's a lot of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But like even, I was playing it in the Netherlands and like nobody knew what track it was, but everybody still got involved. Like really getting involved mm-hmm. with it. And I suppose too, especially when you're playing internationally, sometimes I'd be chatting to people and they're like, oh, you're from the UK, which is a fine mistake to make, especially when you speak English. But mm-hmm. when you're playing set and you've got like Celtic aspects to them, nobody, everyone's like, oh, they're from Ireland. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's really, and I think it's a cool stamp to be able to put on stuff. So that, and then obviously you did, um, like you were saying earlier, I did a documentary yeah. actually this year with, um, we filmed it last year with TG Carter called Era Ella. And obviously, obviously that's all in Irish. So that's obviously the biggest kind of Irish speaking thing that I've done. And that was all about subcultures. Yes. So it was like each episode we did like a different subculture in Ireland, so there are eight episodes. We covered stuff like drag, dance music, queer punk, rap, wheelchair basketball, League of Ireland football, sword fighting, and there was one other, I believe, and it's gone off the top of my head. We did film it last year, so I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Get away with it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they were, they were all in kind of different locations and stuff like that as well, so it was a really, really cool thing yeah, to do. It's nice to look into those things as well in a bit more depth. The thing is too, like you said about looking into them, is like when you're looking into the things like, say like drag, for example, in Ireland, and then you're trying to find drag queens and kings with Irish, you're really getting to like the nitty gritty of something. Or like it's the same, especially when we were going to Belfast to film the Queer Punk episode. And you're like, you're getting, number one, when you're dealing with subcultures, you're getting people that are seriously passionate about whatever they're doing. And then when you're doing subcultures and you're finding people who speak Irish, it's people that are like, seriously in the underground or seriously in the grassroots of whatever subject it is, you know? So um, it's sick to be able to find them people and they're so, so passionate and they're kind of people in Ireland that would be doing this regardless of what was going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they're not really they doing it for do any sort of... Yeah. yeah, they're not really doing it for any sort of like, um, you know, reputation. Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is really so, nice. Um, and that's when you get to the depth of it. That's when you really get the true information. 100% and I think too in Ireland like and I mean I'm a bit of a hypocrite for saying this myself mm-hmm. but like people leave once they start getting any bit of success mm-hmm. now I will also say my number one intention is to come back I don't plan on sticking around in England for too long but it's sick when you like meet people that are like you know really just committed to the cause and improving things in Ireland and not just taking whatever Ireland's taught them and leaving and going somewhere else with it Absolutely. now obviously there's tons of reasons as to why all of that happens but it's it's really class to me people that are just kind of like you know there for life and committed to a free life too you know yeah of course and obviously you've done documentaries you're doing the Bram Stoker but also you did lots of festivals during the summer as well yes I did a couple um, most notably we played um, myself and Kedema that play uh, we run G-Town Records and um, we did the Galway Arts Festival 
this summer, which was like massive achievement. I think we're probably, I don't want to go ahead and say it, but we're probably the first two DJs from Galway to play at that. And like wow. growing up, you know, Galway is like the European capital of culture, whenever the hell that was. <laughs> whenever the hell that never happened. But um, <laughs> but uh, it's been sick because like growing up, there was never a whole lot of like official events in Galway happening that like young people could have like get involved in you know mm-hmm. and it really felt like when we did this that it wasn't this crazy thing that would never happen again it felt like it was really realistic and that you know it kind of showed that like if you like give young people a chance to do stuff in the city they're from and just kind of give them a little bit of free reign that like it's not all going to go wrong and that if people are going to have a good time yeah. and I think that was the case and I think everyone was happy with it you know so it was just great and also, sorry, is like when we were younger as well, I can definitely say I had kind of the attitude of like, oh, like, you know, dance music and line music can't coexist and like it either has to be one or the other. But and I think that's the attitude that like some of the more established people would have had, too, when I was younger. But this kind of showed us especially that like, um, you know, the two things can coexist and dance music and electronic music and DJs aren't this like evil things are going to like <laughs> take over the world you know and not at all it's so cool and not to go on but like doing stuff like the Bram Stoker Festival and doing stuff in Untiberic and you know and even doing stuff on TV cards like really really great because if it wasn't me I'd just be so buzzing if someone from like my sort of culture you know people that I would have met in clubs and stuff when I was coming up and DJing were doing stuff that was a little bit more officially recognised in Ireland like this. Um, so I'm buzzing just to be even able to kind of represent like maybe kind of the dance music people in Ireland on these sort of things, you know. Um, not Absolutely. that maybe people from dance music listen, they're like, no, you don't. But, um, you know, it's, I think it's cool to just have someone from that kind of world in oh, these sort of circles yeah. too. 100%. The Bram Stoker Festival is happening from the 27th to the 30th of October. If people want to check out what you're up to, where can they find you? Uh, I'm most active on Instagram, to be honest. Maybe to my own detriment, but it's just DJ Champagne, DJ S H A M P A I N, and then I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm about on the rest of them. But if you really want to find out what happens behind the scenes, Instagram, in, on Instagram, yeah, maybe, and on SoundCloud. Actually, you know what? Please, actually, go on my SoundCloud instead because that's where you can listen to my oh, radio nice. shows Do and that. stuff like that. That's, yeah. that's actually far more. <laughs> Do that. I, I agree with that one. DJ Champagne, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks a million for having me.